Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Hey guys, it's Cheese. Listen, we got a really cool podcast um, today. Uh, you've heard Chad and I talk a lot about Elevated Careers, um, the eHarmony site that we've mostly said is a pile of garbage. Uh, the site was bought by a company called Candidate.Guru um, this month, last month, and we have the uh, the founder on the line. So we're going to get to the, the bottom of what's going on, um, who these guys are, and what the future looks like. But until we get, uh, but before that, Let's hear a quick uh, sponsor ad. Google, Lever, Intello, Monster, Jibe. What do these companies and hundreds of others have in common? They all use sovereign technology. Some use our software to help people find the perfect job, while others use our technology to help companies find the perfect candidate. Sovereign has been the global leader in recruitment intelligence software since 1996 and we can help improve your hiring process, too. We'd love to help you make a perfect match. Visit Sovereign.com, S-O-V-R-E-N.com, for a free demo. Chad, what's up? Here we go, man. We've been trolling uh, elevated careers for a while now, because they've been like in quote-unquote renovation mode, and they were bought by a wonderful company and, and Steve Carter, the CEO of that organization is a CEO, co-founder. What, what's yeah. the what, what's the title? What, what's the title there, Steve? Tell, tell tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah, a bit of a correction. I'm I'm the co-founder. Our CEO is actually and CEO and founder is a uh, guy named Chris Daniels that came out of the, the recruiting industry. So, yeah, you're stuck with me, I'm afraid. But um, <laughs> yeah, look, my, my my background's all in in the enterprise software space. Uh, you know, I moved to the to the US with a context. Uh, customer experience software company, they, they call it now, um, which we exited to a, uh, a fairly large player um, in Canada and went to a couple of other startups and, and then sort of joined Chris. Uh, I became one of the, well, at the time, the largest investor in, in Candidate Guru and moved down to moved down to Florida to uh, kick it off with, with Chris. Um, as, as we talked about before, Florida was... Uh, May not be the best choice given uh, given the day right now, but uh, yeah, yeah, we want, we want to give Steve props because he's in Florida. Big There's props. A monster hurricane coming. The dude is locked up in his apartment or house, which I guess is a it's, it's like Hitler's bunker. It's like a cement brick wall, four sides. So Steve, big props for coming on the show. You should probably be at Home Depot stocking up on you know water, but instead you're talking to us. So thanks for doing that. First and foremost, um, who who the hell is Candidate Guru? Like, I didn't, I have heard of you. I don't know if Chad had before the the acquisition, but I'm guessing most of our listeners have no clue who you guys are, or what you do. So, give us the elevator pitch. Yeah, 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 sure thing. So, Candidate Guru started off um, to solve the problem of culture fit between a hiring manager and an individual. Uh, we, we wanted to do it a little bit differently and actually do it without having to take any surveys or, or any type of assessments. 
So we, we had a whole lot of publicly available data that we were able to gather, and we then ran some pretty advanced AI machine learning models uh, based on hundreds of thousands of successful relationships and hundreds of thousands of failed relationships to see if we could predict the likelihood of success between two people. And it turned out that we could. Um, so that, that was the original concept and, and the original idea. And, and, and in terms of having not heard of us, yeah, look, we, we have been around uh, a, f- a few years now. We, we raised some money sort of uh, mid last year. Uh, Chris and I are both enterprise software guys. So we, uh, we, we do a lot of kind of enterprise selling more than we do PR and analysts and, and social media. Rightly or wrongly, by the way. Um, so yeah, we've we've been around. We, we're generating revenue, um, but yeah, we are definitely not the most heard of company in the HR space or any space. So, so you don't have much of a, a background in employment. So I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt that you don't sort of know a lot of the history of matching sites and sites that you know claim to sprinkle pixie dust on the recruiting process and and deliver the perfect candidate. Um, the history of this business isn't very good. Why do you guys think it's going to be different this time with, with what you're doing? Yeah, so I think our approach to this, and, and, and look, by the way, I mean, Chris, Chris, our founder and CEO, do, does have a strong background in recruiting. But um, look, we are not trying to match the perfect candidate. Our original concept was to take a large candidate pool and filter it down instantly to give recruiters, uh, to save recruiters a lot of time. So if I could predict that the best fit candidate is in the top sort of 20 or 30% of the candidate pool, then I've saved them a good, you know, 70% of the interviewing and and time costs associated with that. We we aren't trying to say the candidate we we, we rank at number one is is so much better than the candidate at number two, and, and here's 100 reasons why. Think of as more think of candidate guru more as a lead scoring for HR. So you know, as an enterprise software guy, I, I use lead lead scoring in all of my different companies. Um, I can't call up the number one lead and say, "Hey, you're the number one according to my AI. You have to buy this." And conversely, if the the person who's hundred on my list calls me up and, and wants to buy something, I don't say, "Well, you're too far down the predictive index." So no. Um, so, so we, we, you know, that, that is our differentiator and our, our sort of story is that we're trying to take these large, large candidate pools and, and instantly rank them versus, uh, trying to make some magical prediction that you have to live by. So, okay. So historically, so- the challenge real quick is the matching has required a lot of information being being put in by the job seeker, as well as a lot of information being put in by the employer. Mm-hmm. And requiring that amount of work historically has failed. How will you guys solve that problem? Yeah. So look. So I'm, again, I'm still talking as candidate guru here, right? Uh, um, and then I can get into sort of why we're quite elevated. But uh, as candidate guru. We have this database of, of publicly available data on, on more or less everyone in the U.S. workforce. So 
if a, an, an employer gives us the people that are in their candidate pool, either through their ATS or, or via LinkedIn profiles or whatever, we are able to identify them, pull the publicly available data and match them according to our models. So it's all based on sort of historical success and statistical mm-hmm. sampling and stuff like that. Um, so again, it's not it's not designed to be perfect, um, but it does. It, you know, our models are eighty three percent accurate, and, and we what we do before we sign on any customer is we say, look, let's let's make sure it works. Give, give us a role that you've recently filled. Right. Uh, give us the candidates that that you you had apply. We'll rank them for you, and, and you tell us if we're right or wrong. Well, I mean, hey, Steve, we take a look at any machine learning or any AI that's going on right now at all. When you first install the AI, I mean, it, it's it's going to have a base model that, that you're kind of playing off of, and then it's starting to model off of your data, right? So the more data that you plunk into the system, that 83% or whatever the base, the, the base percentage model starts with, it's it's going to progress with time because it's going to learn more about your data, Correct. Absolutely. Okay. So, so that being said, I want to, I want to transition kind of clumsy, clumsy transition over to um, elevated careers because elevated careers is what we've known as really old school matching. And that's always been just bad in our industry. So you've got AI over on the candidate guru side. Sounds awesome. We've, we're seeing that. We're seeing that a, a lot with big names and small names. But when we're talking about matching and we're talking about eHarmony type matching, why in the hell would you buy a matching company? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good question. So, look, you know what I described with the with the AI solution gives you an instant prediction. It, it does it all very fast, but but it doesn't give you a ton of information as to why. So looking at a company like what eHarmony was doing with Elevated and, and eHarmony, uh, whether you've used their site or not, have a, a very good history with being able to match people on the relationship side. Mm-hmm. So what we liked about it was, again, if I take a candidate pool of 100 people and I'm a, I'm a recruiter, I might want to use Candidate Guru to do an instant filter of that, but then I might want the top, 10 candidates to take a survey so I can give a whole lot of detailed personality insights to the hiring manager. Now, what one thing that we, you know, I should clarify is we've bought, we bought Elevated Careers largely to use it for the business to business side. So, so they essentially had two sides to the platform. One was kind of matching candidates to companies, almost like a, like a job board type environment. Right. And the other was enterprise sales to, um, you know, to talent acquisition managers or, or branding, branding managers. So we are still, we are taking that, that, the technology and applying it to the business to business side. So just bear that in mind when, when I'm talking about stuff, mm-hmm. we are, that's, that's certainly our first play. So, so, okay. so on, on that side, really you were looking at their business base and, and what they've built up over the years. I mean, really just the line of business that they had, um, the AT&Ts of the world. I mean, some, some, some big line customers. Was that really the big play? Yes. Yeah, so some, some big customers. Um, they look the technology and the science behind it. I mean, we have our own data scientists. Obviously, uh, our, our CTO is the was the CTO of Ultimate Software from the time they were sort of fifty people to the time they were sort of two thousand. So, 
you know, we, we checked out the science. It, it all looked very, very good. I, I thought that the information it gave you about a candidate was and a company was incredibly insightful. So it, it's a perfect complement to an instant ranking system that, that gives you an instant rank but doesn't tell you much as to why. You've got questions, we've got answers. Business leadership, ownership, and sales can be challenging. Tune into the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast to learn from the world's experts. Join me, your host, Diane Helbig, as I chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business. You'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas, tips, and suggestions you need to realize greater success. Get what you need for your business when you need it from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. So you're pulling the... So you bought a a piece of Elevated Careers. Yeah. In terms of a technology that would work for you. It's not necessarily the candidate matching to the company. I just want to be clear on that. Well, sorry, we, we bought the entire thing, but our focus is is the business-to-business side in the short term. That That's not to say we won't turn on the, the candidate matching job, job uh, matching side of the, the technology, you know, as soon as we can. But our, our focus in the interim with, with the money that we've raised and, and with our expertise in business-to-business sales is selling to enterprises. Well, my question but would we, be, why, why, why would you? Why would you turn that on? Why would you turn the old-fashioned eHarmony, find-me-a-date um, technology on when we've seen that it does not work in the industry when it comes to recruiting people? It doesn't work. It's failed tremendously over the years. And even, I mean, I remember back in the day when everybody was saying they were the eHarmony of jobs, then eHarmony came and they, and they bought you know elevated careers and that didn't work. You have AI on your side that can actually provide a base of predictive technology that the matching piece can't even touch. Why would you even think of messing with eHarmony uh, dating matching versus the the AI piece that you guys have, and obviously it's working incredibly well for you. Yeah, I, because I, I I still think that that look people need especially look AI is not as much as we talk about it with analysts and and you know as technologists we we talk about AI and, and how well it works etc cetera, etc. Cetera. The, the reality is that people still like to understand why. Um, hiring managers and, and talent acquisition people do still want a lot of detailed information as to as to how all this stuff works and, and give them insights as to what the person's actually like, not just a machine telling them, hey, this guy's good. Um, so I, 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 I really believe there's room for both. There's room for instant predictions at the top of the funnel and there is room for detailed personality and, and company culture analysis for your final 15, 20 candidates so that as a hiring manager, I can actually see all that detailed information, tailor my interview questions or, or whatever it might be, whereas Candidate Guru doesn't give you that level of detail. Mm-hmm. But it gives you the, um, you know, it saves you from talking to the 70 people who are, were probably not worth talking to at all. Exactly. Well, they, that, that's one of my big points. So, so one, of the, one of the contentions that I had was that when – eHarmony came to market, you know, they were saying essentially we have the secret sauce 
to connect people or connect, you know, a, a company and a, and a person in this case, you know, we've got the, this, the secret formula, the, uh, you know, the, the, the Colonel Sanders secret sauce. And I always contended that eHarmony, I mean, they're not going to sell the company because they'd essentially have to sell the recipe to their algorithm of matching people. Did you guys buy essentially the eHarmony algorithm or were they using something entirely different for the uh, Elevated Careers product? Yeah, so look, the I I, I imagine the algorithm the exact algorithms for what they use on the dating side of their business is is in a safe somewhere much like the the uh, Colonel Sanders recipe you mentioned. Um but the algorithms were based on what they learned about how people interact, but it's not like they took the dating algorithm, rammed it onto um you know, corporations and said, here you go, this is, this is who you're going to work well with. So, yeah, I mean, it's a process methodology more than it is anything else. So from, from, from the standpoint of, and Joel actually touched on this earlier, um, one of the reasons why matching, um, at least the, the old timey kind of eHarmony dating matching, um, process hasn't worked is because you have to find a perfect storm in a market. Okay. And what I mean by that is you have to fill out a good amount of information, uh, as a, as a candidate and then also as an employer. So when it is an employer's market and they really don't have to look for a ton of candidates, they don't have that many job openings. Uh, they can be incredibly picky. They're not going to put a lot of data. They're not, they're not going to take a lot of time to put the information into the system because they don't, they don't need to. They're getting candidates all over the place. The candidates though, obviously they'll take a lot of time to do that. So you're not going to get, you're going to be off balance on that side. Then we take a look at the candidate market. It flips the entire, the entire thing flips. It cycles over to the job seeker now is being, is, is really the one who has all the power and they're not going to take 20 minutes to fill something out. A company might, but they're not going to. So you're, you never find that perfect storm where there's balance in an e-harmony type of matching uh, process. You're just not going to be able to do that. That's one of the reasons why we've, I mean, over the years, uh, I've seen matching fail and we've all seen matching fail uh, a number of times. But when it comes to AI, all that data is being pulled together from a historic standpoint and it continues to learn. So from my standpoint, and my question to you is, why would, and it's kind of the same question before, a little bit more in, in depth, why would you take an old system that has already proved not to work in the recruiting environment, maybe it does in dating, but it, it does not in recruiting, and turn it back on when you've got such great data scientists on the AI side of the house? Customers. Yeah. Yeah, so, so well, look, I, I mean, I, I agree with, with what you're saying about the perfect storm, but and, and that is that is certainly a challenge. Look, even even with with candidate guru, quite quite honestly, because when the candidates, you know, we're we're talking to a lot of customers that are saying, "Hey, we we'd love for you to rank a hundred candidates. Now we just need a hundred candidates. We've got three. Um, so we are also looking at how we address that with various sourcing technologies and, and things like that so we can ultimately serve up um, both sides of the equation, a perfectly ranked source list. But but back to your question about will people pull out the surveys, et cetera, et cetera, in order to do the matching. Look, I mean, there there are still huge companies out there and, and 
that, that are doing surveys, mm. you know, people are filling stuff out, whether it's a survey about matching, whether it's a in-depth cover sheet and, and whatever else, or, or, or whether it's a Myers-Briggs personality test, people are still filling stuff out. And I, I don't believe that is going away anytime soon. It, it is probably going, it, it could potentially be going away over time in the same way that, you know, cable TV might be going away over time versus, um, you know, Rocky Netflix, et cetera, et cetera. But the reality is it's still 10, 20 years away from, from nobody having cable TV. And, and I, I believe that's a similar situation that we have here. Now, we are also looking at ways that we can instantly predict the results that uh, the Elevated Careers technology was getting. So combining our data sources, combining the data sources that we have, combining the AI that we have with the results that they were getting, we may and will hopefully be able to ultimately predict uh, their results, their level of detail with AI. Gotcha. So there might be an integration between the two at some point. There will absolutely be. I mean, look, there's an integration between the two in the next couple of months. Um so yeah, 100%. I mean, we, we didn't we didn't acquire this to have a sort of portfolios of disparate products. Mm -hmm. um, uh, we acquired this to be an end-to-end -end tool where we can ultimately source, filter, and give detailed information on the final few as well as the company at the start uh, in, a, in a highly integrated, beautiful one application. So the, the Elevated Careers is, is sort of back from the dead. Um, it used to be a, a splash page that just said, we'll be back soon. And now it's a live site um, as it used to be. If, if someone reaches, like, is that you guys managing that site? If they call, is it your number? If they email, does it come to you? I mean, is it Absolutely. essentially? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And so what, what were the terms of the deal? What did you guys pay for this thing? So that's, that's all under NDA, I'm afraid. I, I, uh, I can't comment on, on any of it. Dang it. Can you answer if whether or not there was a Groupon? <laughs> I, I, I did see somebody post that we must have acquired a lot of debt on Twitter. I, one thing I think I'm allowed to say is Candidate Guru had no debt before this and we had no debt now. I think gotcha. I'm allowed to okay. say. So you, you guys have raised $2 million, correct? That's public. Yep. Did you pay more or less than what you've raised for the company? Can't give a single detail, mate. I All right. Know. I'm going I'm to go on a limb and say you didn't pay more than what you've got in funding. And I you can just the, let that lie there. I'm the guy being from New Zealand that's not all that litigious and usually says stuff that he shouldn't. But um, <laughs> <laughs> You're wearing a black shirt right now, aren't you? <laughs> I, I, actually, I am. I'm wearing a New Zealand cricket shirt, which is black. But, yes. Um, yeah. So, so uh, no, look, this is the one thing that, that you know, we're, it's part of the deal. We, we are unable to comment on it. Anyway. So from a future standpoint. You knew I had to ask though, right? Yeah. If you didn't, you wouldn't be doing your diligence and you wouldn't be the asshole of the show, which is what, what, what you are, Joe. Um, so the end, <laughs> the end of this, well, what are we looking at as the next gen of elevated careers? I mean, what you said there looks to be in the next couple of months, some integrations. What is What does this look like in two months? What does it look like in uh, 12 months? Yeah, 
Yeah, well, look, if, if you ask me, it's always two months. And then if you ask the development team, it's always 12, right? But um, uh, when uh, when I look at, you know, what we're trying to achieve, the, the goals haven't really changed since we, we started Candidate Guru. I mean, we want to solve the end-to-end uh, issues and life cycle of company culture and recruitment. So, you know, what I said before, where we can take an existing baseline assessment of your company culture, uh, we can potentially source in either an automated or, or semi-manual fashion candidates for you. We can instantly rank those candidates. We can then give detailed information on the final few. Um, you know, that that is the dream, and, and that is what we're working towards. We're going to have the first iteration of that in the next few months. Uh, as for the sort of 12-month and beyond roadmap, um, we'll see. We, we, we certainly like the employer branding space, and, and Elevated has done very well in – uh, selling this as an employer branding tool as well. So that that is certainly on the radar. Um, more AI, automated sourcing, that type of thing is is on the radar. Uh, everything is, as you guys know, probably as, as well as well as anyone. Uh, the space is changing pretty quick, and, and there's lots of trends and players coming up. So it's a matter of trying to stay ahead of them, but but at the same time, stay focused on on your core mission. Well, good, man. We, uh, Steve, we appreciate you coming on the show. It took a lot of balls knowing what we've said about elevated careers on past shows, and we will be watching you closely and commenting <laughs> appropriately. Watching, possibly trolling. You never know, but we, we, you know, we might, we might ask you back on the show after a few months to see how uh, how rising from the dead looks. But uh, we're we're happy you came on the show, and we really appreciate it. Thanks, Steve, and good luck with uh, the hurricane. Yeah, no. <laughs> Got it, man. Good luck with that. This has been the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single show. And check out our sponsors because they make it all possible. For more, visit HireDaily.com. Oh, and you're welcome. We out. How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transformed, where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, thought leaders, and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transformed, available wherever you get your podcasts and now available on YouTube.